Hi, everyone. This is Mike Brown, and I am the host of the Hometown Novel uh, News uh, Podcast. This is the March edition. I've got some special guests today, and I do want to put a shout-out to everybody. If you haven't been already hooked up and subscribed, I hope you are subscribing to the Noonan Podcast Network, which is available on many formats, whether it's uh, you know the iHeart or Spotify, or you, you just you just link up and you'll find out that uh, they are doing a wonderful job posting all of these wonderful podcasts that are coming to you, uh, thanks to the Noonan Times Herald uh, organization, and we're so thankful. But I am here today with some special guests. Um, we've searched wide and far to bring the best talent to you. And I had to go all the way up to Carrollton today, uh, but there's a very good reason for that. And I have three young ladies here that are with me today that have driven down here because at the end of this month, on the 25th of October, October, good Lord, on the 25th of March, we are, uh, they are hosting the Carrollton Book Fest, and it's being held at this facility that is unbelievable and i wish noonan would get one too hear me noonan the the art center in carroll downtown carrollton is amazing and i'm just tickled to death that i'll be participating and there's several authors from our hometown novel writers group that are actually been invited up there and uh, so uh, who i've invited today and as i introduce them i'm going to ask them to come back and just kind of give a little short synopsis of their backgrounds because they're not just interested readers these are engaged uh, published authors themselves and they'll be uh, participating as well and uh, there's elise wheeler who is the um, kind of the chairhead of the book fest festival stephanie baldy has got the task that she has been handling and coordinating all these authors being set up and all the programs and helen stein's been there in the background doing things just the same setting up the panel groups and all that stuff so take a moment if you would uh and let me ask you, uh, Elise, tell us a little bit about your background. I have uh, almost 40 years of administration in the medical laboratories, and so most of my career was spent either overseeing laboratories in the uh, medical centers, uh, University of Kentucky Hospital and uh, Albany Medical Center in Albany, New York. And then I spent the last 15 years at Albany College of Pharmacy and Health Sciences. I set up the Department of Health Sciences and two different um, medical technology programs, one for the bachelor's level and one for the master's level. So my background really is, is medical science and teaching. And everybody says to me, you've got all these stories to tell about medical mysteries. Why don't you write medical mysteries? And I said, I lived that world. I don't want to write about it. So I write um, magical realism and fantasy. Um, I've got two books with my co-author. Uh, one is Raven's Eye, which is part of the Foxhaven trilogy. I'm working on the second volume now. Hope to be out in the fall. Yeah. And another co companion, um, more of a Nick and Nora noir, you know, beach read slick, uh, which is called Waterton Zoo. And we, we my friend and I started these after a 50-year uh, friendship and um, got the two publications out. Unfortunately, I'm now dealing with magical realism because my friend has passed away, but I keep telling her daughter, it's okay, she's standing right behind me telling me what to write. Well, and I could tell you that Elisa's two books, she's been a guest on the Hometown Novel Writers. We had her down in LaGrange for a special event down there, um, but her two books are available at Corner Arts Gallery uh, in the book nook there, and she's had them sold there. So, you know, you can check those out. I strongly recommend that you do it, especially if you're into that magical realism kind of side of things. 
So that's awesome. And I'm, I'm just, uh, you know, in awe of what Elise Wheeler has been able to do. And, and our friendship now has been extending pre-COVID. So it's now several years, although it seems like only yesterday, you know, and I guess that's one of the things. Um, Stephanie Baldy um, in, in the middle here. Uh, Stephanie will be one of our guest authors this coming uh, March 16th, which will be what th- two more uh, Thursdays from uh, this Thursday at the Carnegie Library at 6.30. She'll be uh, on the panel with Paul Siner and Steve Quisenberry, Noonan's uh, very own Steve Quisenberry, and a new author who from the greater Atlanta area, uh, Julia Sanders, with her new book. So we've got four great authors at the panel, but Stephanie's going to be there. She just got a brand new book. It just came out. You did your book launch a week ago. Go? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. February 25th. Excellent. And, you know, I've known, again, I've, I remember meeting Stephanie for the first time when they invited me up to consult and help with the, getting things started with the book fest. Thank goodness they didn't ask much more from me, but <laughs> uh, they've been super. But Stephanie, tell us a little bit about your new book out and your, your journey in the writing mm-hmm. side. Well, I'm a Brooklyn transplant and, uh, Originally, um, I came from Brooklyn to Pennsylvania. I've spent most of my life uh, as a realtor doing real estate, and I've always wanted to write. My love for writing probably developed through my mom, who used to take us to the library every Saturday. And there was story time, and the librarian would read a story, and then my mom would say, okay, now pick out a book. So we had to pick out a book, take it home, and read it. And then, you know, when I got into high school, um, my love of writing grew even more. But I did not have the opportunity to really start anything until we moved up to the mountains of Pennsylvania. And I started the first book in my trilogy uh, entitled Redemption. And I started writing it there but never got to finish it because I was too busy, you know, raising a family, doing the real estate, et cetera. And then finally when we moved here to um, Georgia, my husband looked at me and said, okay, it's time, you know, yeah. finish it. So um, I ended up writing a trilogy, um, The Sicario Files, the first book in it, Redemption. I was nominated for Georgia Author of the Year. And there's two books that follow it. And my latest book, Mobbed Up, uh, concerns an FBI agent, a female FBI agent who uh, has left the Bureau under um, not favorable circumstances, and then she's asked to return to turn her boyfriend, who is mob-connected, into an asset. So I had a lot of fun writing that, a lot of research, but a lot of fun writing that. So I love suspense, and I love to keep the reader turning the page. That's my goal with all my books. Well, so, you know, I'll just say that New York and Pennsylvania's loss is our gain for sure. (laughs) Thank you. And we appreciate that. And I look forward to her presenting her book at the Noonan Carnegie Library on uh, the the 16th of this month. And uh, I know she's... uh, She's fun to talk to. I've had that opportunity, and she's a. And we're going to hear more about uh, the, her talking more about the book fest here in a moment. But I'm going to introduce Helen Stein, and Helen is. Um, uh, we're on the same panel uh, at the book fest. We're going to be talking about historical fiction and contemporary, mm-hmm. and uh, trying to decide which one's more fun. I'm not sure which, and myself, yeah. I know which one's more work. Yeah. <laughs> Without a yes. doubt. So Helen, tell tell everybody a little bit about you, because you are you know traditionally published and have been very successful in your own right. Well, so first of all, thanks for having us, Mike. We really appreciate you having us here today. Um, I am originally from South. Carolina low country so outside of Charleston I was born and raised there 
Um, and uh, I went to the College of Charleston where I majored in English. Um, and then I met this wonderful guy that went to the Citadel in Charleston, and he was also an English major. So we thought, oh, we're going to write the great American novel in a cabin somewhere in front of a fireplace. We thought that sounded like a great plan, but somehow life got in the way a little bit, and we didn't write those great American novels, but we went on to be a military family um, for over 28 years, uh, traveling to Germany and Hawaii and all kinds of wonderful places. Um, But I, I had this you know, nagging voice in my head constantly saying, you need to write the book you've always wanted to write. And when I was at the College of Charleston in those early years, I loved Southern fiction. I loved being from the South. I was proud of being from the Low Country. And I wanted to write this book that was always in my heart. And my husband kept saying, write it, write it, write it. Well, I finally did write it um, a couple years ago. Uh, It took a while. I'm so glad I wrote it, but it's called The Truthful Story. Um, It's a work of literary fiction. It does have YA appeal. And it is um, set in the 1960s in the Low Country um, about a young girl who has a terrible tragedy in her family. um, And um, her her grandmother drowns off of the river where their family is raised and where they've lived for generations. And she, um, at, right after the tragedy, she begins to experience something that's been passed down over the generations, but she didn't know it. And all of a sudden, she can hear and see things that no one else can. And that that gift carries her through the aftermath of the tragedy and helps their family heal. So um, it is based on true events and things that I experienced as a young child and things that I heard. I was a great eavesdropper in my childhood, um, and, and so is the character in my book. Um, and so I have another, uh, the sequel, it's, it's also a standalone, so I kind of wanted it to not just be solely dependent on the first. Um, so my hope is that it'll come out um, this time next year. Wonderful. And we're looking forward to that because as soon as we know, mm-hmm. uh, Hometown Novel Nights, you know, wants to have you here to one of our author programs for sure. So that's, uh, I'm looking forward to having you on a panel for sure. Um, she's been a good friend as well uh, since we first met uh, on the organizing committee. Uh, well, let me let me just pull back just to give us a little history background because we're going to be talking mostly about the Carrollton Book Fest today. Well, how come we're talking about the Carrollton Book Fest and we're here, you know, predominantly talking about Coweta County and in the surrounding communities? Well, Carrollton is the sister, you know, city for Noonan, okay? We're 30 minutes apart, busting up 16. Uh, Or if you're from Grantville like me, we bust up the back way and still get there about the same time. Um, But... The, what was interesting was is the Carrollton Writers Guild, who I've uh, had a chance to get introduced to and, and, and interact with on a couple of times over the re- recent four or five years, um, approached me because they're a fantastic writers organization. They do. I'm, I'm jealous of how successful you are with some of your writing stuff. But all of a sudden, you said, "We got this vision to do the book fest. We need some, you know, the the expertise that you have." with getting authors and setting up author programs. So they invited me and, uh, to come up there, and I grabbed a couple of our others. Mike Nemeth was one um, that we went up there and, and sat with a couple of meetings. to. And I said, I'll be here as an advisor. I'll be here as a consultant. But we've got you know other things going on too. But we got hooked up that way. 
And uh, we found out that there's a very good common bond between our two organizations. Mm-hmm. So, and because one thing that a lot of people don't realize, well, you know, last year we had the Southern Lit Fest that was hot, sponsored by the Noonan Carnegie Library Foundation uh, in downtown Noonan, which has been a long time coming. Uh, thank God COVID finally was behind us. Um, but they learned that you can't do these things every year at this big scale without a lot, a lot of work and support. So the Lit Fest is going to be biannual at best at this particular time because of its effort. Um, and the hometown novel writers started Sharpsburg, the book fair, which we had last August. And we've got another one coming up this year. And we're already stumbling on ourselves trying to get ready for that to happen again because we, you know, hosting 40 authors is a is a mm-hmm. major uh, ordeal. and um, But we're looking forward to that. So, you know, I know what it took for y'all to do what you did because y'all started with this dream. How long ago, Elise? When did when did you first contemplate this? A little over a year ago. Yeah. Well, we've been contemplating it for a long time. Yes. A number of our members, including Stephanie and Ken Bokaus, who's also on the committee, went to Dahlonega a, a couple of different times and kept saying, "We got. We need to do this. We need to do this. There's nothing like this at, at our particular uh, region in in Carroll County." And I finally just looked at them and said, we're doing it. And so we've, we've had quite a push. Um, a year is hardly time enough to plan something like this. Uh, but at the same time, uh, we've had your support. We've had support from George Weinstein at the Atlanta Writers yeah. Club. And the support has been tremendous. We are so grateful for everybody who has come forward and, and wanting to help. Um, but we, we, we need to jump in the cold water at some point, and, or maybe hot water. I don't know. <laughs> but um, we've got to get it off the ground. And we're already planning for 2024 because we felt that um, to do it every other year at this point in its infancy stage, would, we'd lose our momentum. Mm-hmm. So we're getting good community support as well. And um, I just think it, it's time. It's mm-hmm. time that we do it. it the, t- the time is right, and your help has been invaluable. No, uh, we actually uh, had the Georgia Humanities reach out to us and provide us with some funding. They're very excited over our doing this, um, and so they're, I think they're going to be ongoing support for us. That's wonderful. Anytime you can get support like that, grant monies and you know donations. Is well, the to, other donation uh, that is uh, significant to us is the uh, Carrollton Arts Council has also reached out and has provided funds for us. Fantastic. So we're, we're doing quite well. We want to keep that momentum going. Very good. Well, I know how th- that, that frees you up to be able to not worry about the money side of it mm-hmm. as much where you're focusing now on the quality of, you know, who's attending. And speaking about that, the author lineup that y'all got together, mm-hmm. it just blew my mind because I remember uttering, you know, some, you know, you, we had lunch one day and who would you suggest that we do as a you know as a featured speaker you know as our keynote? And you came up with names faster than I could write them down. <laughs> <laughs> but the one name that jumped in my brain and I said I hope she's available is Bryn McLean. Wow. Um, one good mama bone t- to this day since 2018 when uh, 2017 when it came out um, still is the best Southern fiction novel I have read, bar none. And I've read a lot because that's my that's where my cup of tea lies, and I I I just love Bryn McLean to death with what her ability to share her story, but she'll tell you something very quickly, and and I'm not going to spoil her thunder because you got to come to the book fest to meet Bryn McLean. Mm-hmm. Her by herself is worth going there. 
her book was a 27-year in-process success story. I mean, how do you go from her background and, you know, and I'm not going to focus all on Bryn here, but, you know, she was TV and radio and, um, you know, uh, background. She's a great communicator. And she just had this passion. She was raised on a farm in Anderson, South Carolina, which is why this one good mamba bone has this cow on the picture of its book. But it's not about a cow. Mm -hmm. The cow is there in a parallel. But, Mm -hmm. you know, there's, you know, there are um, the Sarah Kramer character in the story with uh, Emerson Bridge and Luther and L.C. um, just will boggle your brain um, in, in the realism that she did. But here's the blessing that is key about this. And, folks, this is why this is important for you to be there. Bryn McLean was the first book that came out with story books by, story river books mm-hmm. by Pat Conroy. And Pat passed away right after, you know, her book came out, mm-hmm. uh, or right at the time that was being processed to come out. And, you know, but her book got um, stepped up. Mary Alice Monroe stepped up and did a wonderful forward in that story. And she's given credit as a co-author of the story because of it. Uh, it is amazing. And she's won award after award after award after award. So just I'm beefing that up because, you know, Bren's going to shoot me later, but she'll live up to it. I promise you. <laughs> she's, a, she's a wonderful speaker. So, um, so but Bren McLean's just one of over 20 authors that are featured on here. So maybe why don't you, y'all, the three of you tag team and talk about some of the authors who are going to be participating and, and speaking during the, uh, the, the book fair. Well, we've got uh, Susan, Susan Crawford. She's an award-winning mm-hmm. poet and author. And we've got um, Raymond L. Atkins, who has been around for a long time. And Ray, actually, a number of years ago, graciously came to the Writers Guild Mm-hmm. and sat with us and talked about his writing journey. He reviewed so, my last book, yeah. Yeah, awesome. he's great. And, of course, we have you. We'll not leave you out. You left me a seat. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're more than happy to have you. And we've got Chris Swan, um, who we're really excited about, who you also recommended yes. to us, and he's been so gracious. I mean, in dealing with all of these authors, it has really been a pleasure. I mean, no one has given me any kind of trouble, so <laughs> I'm very happy about that. We've got Allison Umminger. She is also an award-winning author of fiction, and she uh, teaches at the University of West Georgia. And Mark Wallace McGuire, who has eight books of fiction and nonfiction, um, including a bestseller called Alexandria Rising, and he's an independent author of the year finalist. We've got Ben Meeks, who does fantasy. Mm-hmm. And Catherine Nichols does uh, women's fiction and psychological suspense. Mm-hmm. And I believe I'll be on a panel with her. And Robert Gwaltney, who is um, also another award-winning author. So we've got a whole host of uh, really good people coming. Yeah, uh, a lot of the names that are on there. And Susan Sands was one that's uh-huh. also on there. Helen, yes, yeah. and Susan Sands, I'm anxious to meet her because um, <coughs> she is from a tiny southern town in northwest Louisiana, mm-hmm. and she attended Northwestern State University in Natchitoches, Louisiana, which 
where I lived for a while when we were in the military at Fort Polk, Louisiana. So there, I'm really anxious to talk to her about her her stories about um, and how she relates it to her her writing. And she also won Georgia Author of the Year in 2017. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be uh, and Danielle Thorne. She's on the panel with us, Mike, and yeah. she writes what she calls "Happily Ever Afters," set in the South uh, for Harlequin Love Inspired. So she's um, somebody who I think is going to be a fun person to have on our panel with a lot of rich history. Uh, so that's another one that, um, and Tanisha Curtis is also, she is doing a workshop for us, um, and it's called um, uh, Writing Characters Who Leap Off the Page right. or something like that. And mm-hmm. she's, uh, sounds like an amazing workshop. And she um, she says she's always been a fan of the dark and the disturbing. So I'm interested in seeing her. And she um, was formerly trained as a psychotherapist. So that's an interesting twist that she has on on her writing as well. And, uh, and our own, our very own Bob Covell and Cecilia Lee are doing a workshop um, called The uh, Craft and Art of Poetry. So yes. we're very proud of them as well. Well, what I noticed when I was looking through the events, and I know you all had talked about it, and I was trying to figure out how you're going to balance this, mm-hmm. but there's both uh, breakout sessions for uh, readers, yep. and there's breakout sessions for writers. So, you know, it, you know, I teach a, a, every Monday night, matter of fact, tonight, I'll have another host gathering, a gaggle of aspiring writers over at Corner Arts Gallery tonight, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're all going to be interested in participating because of these opportunities, you know, to understand how to write better, whether it's poetry or prose, and getting involved in that. And so they don't have to listen to me every week. They get to get some fresh talent to listen to. Um, so, yeah, that, that's what I was amazed by, how you balanced that so well, mm-hmm. you know. Um, the schedule – and by the way, and before I forget, because I'm going to say this at least two or three times – CarrolltonBookFest.com is the best source of information about all of this, how you can get there. CarrolltonBookFest.com. And I'm going to tell you something that's really magical. It's a one-word magic key to get there. It's free. It's a free event open to the public. Um, They have a facility that is big enough to accommodate literally hundreds of people coming and going out of there. Uh, And you have a, a bookseller that uh, you've been able to hook up with. And I don't know which one of the three of you want to talk about that. But do you know that Carrollton, downtown Addison Square, hosts the oldest bookstore in the state of Georgia? And that's Horton's. Horton's Books and Gifts. Miss Dorothy gifts. Pittman and Margaret, they are, and her their, their staff is phenomenal. Yeah. We have two... Uh, two things going on. One is many of our authors are independently published and therefore they will be there with their own tables and selling their own books. Mm. But Hortons has been instrumental in dealing with individuals who are working through traditional publishers and therefore it makes it easier you know, for them to order the books and bring them in and sell them. But the authors uh, will have space and time where they'll be there to autograph their books and to dis- discuss their books with folks. So I think that that will work out quite well for us. Um, But back to your uh, earlier point about the two tracks, we have Mm -hmm. what we call the reader's track and the writer's track. The writer's track came together, I think, in a phenomenal pattern in that the first one is the writer's journey in the the beginning of the the day, and that is going to be hosted by Wild Women Who Write, (laughs) which, of course, is Kathy Nichols, Kim Conray, and April Dilbeck. Mm. Uh, so they're going to talk about the writing life and how you get started because mm-hmm. that's what we hear from people all the time is, oh, I want to write a book, but I don't know where to start. 
The second pre presenter then uh, uh, is my son, who just finished his PhD in communications at Georgia State, and he's going to talk about a, no a, a I say novel, a unique way of laying your plot out and keeping track of your plot called graphing a plot or drawing out your story. And it's not outlining, it's not the traditional, it's going to be kind of a unique way of looking at, at how your story comes together. Then George Weinstein is going to do mm -hmm. Paths to Publication, something that I called manuscript to, uh, to um, finished book, you know, to the p published book. And then after that, Kim Conray is going to talk about marketing. Her title is I've Written a Book, Now What? Yes. You know, and so I think that we really came up with a progression through the day. I've had many comments with, there's just too many things to do. I can't choose which one I'm going to do. So it's hard, but I think there's something for everyone. Yeah. And, um, you know, we, we definitely will be looking at new uh, opportunities next year, uh, looking at YA, looking at children's books, looking more at poetry uh, so that we can appeal to a broad spectrum. Yeah, and I mean, and think about the presenting authors and the panels that are being presented. Mm -hmm. uh, Helen, you or Stephanie, you want to talk about the different panel topics that are being discussed? Uh, yeah, we for the on the panel we have the uh, historical contemporary fiction, which that's the one that that Mike, you and I are on, um, and so that's that'll be. And then we have the women's fiction and romance. Mm -hmm. We have suspense thriller, and Stephanie is on that on that panel, and then we have fantasy which Elise is on. So I think that, I think we could do many more panels, but we kind of have to draw the line somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so mm -hmm. next year it'll be interesting to see what direction we go in. We'll get a lot of feedback. We'll have, you know, um, all of the attendees will have an opportunity to provide feedback. And so it'll be interesting to see what they are interested in seeing next year. But I think these panels are going to be really interesting for everyone. We have a lot of people who have signed up for, to come to this and are asking questions. It's funny because when we talk to people and they say, well, what would you like to come to? What are you interested in? It's almost like they've been waiting, like, where have you been? Why are you, you know, we've been waiting so long for this event. So the enthusiasm is big for these panels. Oh, yeah. I, you know, yeah. I've done a lot of author book signings at yeah. Horton's. Um, and, um, you know, I always enjoy going back to Addison Square. And I don't always have to go there when there's something special going on in town. Matter mm -hmm. of fact, I found that I actually do better when there's not something going on because right, yeah. it draws people elsewhere. Um, but I've Carrollton is is probably second one of my second busiest you know mm -hmm. places where I sell the most books uh, at these kind of events, and I've got a readership there, and that's why Hortons continues to keep my book on on the shelf there, mm -hmm. uh, which I'm very fortunate for, and I bow down to Dorothy because of her commitment and help to do that. Um, but it's good that Hortons is involved in this. And uh, and by the way, you can go on to Hortons' uh, book site, and it's, the link's also on the carrolltonbookfest.com. You can order pre-order the books um, that you can bring to the to the event and have the author sign it while they're there, or you can buy the books there um, from Hortons, or you can obviously, like we talked about, there's going to be a number of uh, independent authors who will have their books for sale directly that you can certainly get that day. Um, but it's it's phenomenal, um, and and I, I do want to say this because maybe not everybody in the listenership is aware of. I think everybody knows Carrollton, but do they know about the Art Center? And I would I'd like to, to address that a little bit. Please. Um, the Carrollton has a very deep artistic community. They have the Arts Fest every October, which draws artists from around the country. Uh, it's a three-day event. Um, but the Carrollton Center for the Arts is so busy 
that finding a date is very, very difficult. Tim Chapman, who runs the center, does a phenomenal job of bringing in talent from around the world as well as our local talent. Carroll County Community uh, Theater does a, f a tremendous job. They usually do a, a play in the fall and a musical in the spring. They're all very well attended. He brings in, he brought in uh, Garrison Keeler last year uh, to come and do a presentation and a luncheon. Um, so Tim is, is very good at bringing in talent from all around the country. As a matter of fact, we just had a conversation with the city. We've outgrown the center. We really need a larger center because of how active he manages to keep uh, oh, wow. that theater. And they offer arts classes for all ages. They offer dance for all mm -hmm. ages. Um, and, of course, we've stepped forward to try to encourage the literary field. Uh, and Tim, again, is very supportive of our group, provides us with space for everything that we do. Um, so it, it's a very, very active, and um, I think you can find something for everybody's interests. That's wonderful. I mean, I, when I walked into the facility, I was just going, Noonan, why don't you have one of these? <laughs> now, we actually do because there's the Nixon Center. There really is. Mm -hmm. But have it downtown is really, you know, really would be, at, at least in my opinion, um, well, I think we need to say that you, you're touting Adamson Square. The Art Center is a block uh, down from yeah. Adamson Square, so there's always opportunity for the restaurants and everything right there in the square. But the Art Center is within walking distance. Oh it's, yeah, it, it's mm -hmm. great parking. I mean, and the you know you've got the hotel, the Marriott, Marriott courtyard. Right there. I, yeah, my wife and I are staying at the Marriott at the Friday yeah, night. So, it's perfect, yeah, perfect location. Right there, you know, you walk out and you got a, a covered walkway right to the Art Center from the courtyard. Uh, and you're one uh, one block away. Actually, I can come in the back way to Hortons uh, from from the Art Center as well. Um, that mm -hmm. it, it is all right there. Uh, so you know, I I, I I tout it that way for sure. Well, um, and uh, right across the street too, we have another bookstore, which is Underground Books. Underground Books, yeah. And they are a huge uh, resale. Um, yes. You know, used books, and they have a, an incredible library of used books. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, their their second stores, uh, Hill and Hamlets or Hamlets and Hills, I forget which how that's referred to. Uh, that's in Serenby, uh, Chattahoochee Hills. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it we are blessed in this area to have the the bookstores that we certainly have here. So um, I'm going to let y'all give me some last words uh, at this point on um, talking about uh, anything you want to talk about regarding the the book fest on how to get people out there and what you know any last words of wisdom or thoughts. Well, I'd like to mention that Friday night, the evening before the book fest, um, there's going to be a performance, and it's free. It's called Conversations with the Muse, and what the Writers Guild did was asked all our members to write up something as to what would their muse say about them. And uh, Elise graciously <laughs> put together um, the whole program and the whole script, and we partnered with the community players so they're going to put on this performance, and it's free in the auditorium. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So I hope folks will come out. So it starts at 6. Yeah, the reception is at 6. six. The performance is right. at 7. And it's about an hour. It's yeah. not, uh, it won't drag you into mm -hmm. the midnight hour. Yeah. It's a great way to kick off you know the yeah. book fest and, and and i know my wife and i are planning to be there we're, we're going to spend the night there yeah. you know hey, we could get up and travel the 35 40 minutes from my house to get there but nah we'll have some fun yeah and you think about bringing authors together and you know readers and writers and 
the community mm-hmm. from all parts of the community. Um, it's and also the volunteers. We have an incredible group of volunteers that have come forth. And you know, you can't do an event like this without volunteers. You can't do anything without volunteers. Right. Um, so we have such amazing volunteers that have come forward and said they would like to. They are asking, can they work with this festival? Can they be part of it? And I think um, they're going to bring incredible energy. The enthusiasm in that group is about almost thirty volunteers that are coming, and so they are just bringing great energy and I'm so I'm just so proud that we have this kind of collaboration it's just wonderful Helen is being uh, too humble she's the one who's put all of the dynamic energy behind encouraging the volunteers and getting them to come forward we we have tomorrow we have the luncheon for the high school creative writing contest which is a Carroll County activity uh, co-hosted between uh, the this Center for the Arts and the Carrollton Writers Guild and we're also going to uh, recruit some of the winners to hopefully give the high school students an opportunity. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, Helen had reached out to the university. We would love to have the university students involved. Unfortunately, our date is at the end of their spring break. Right. <laughs> and so it's hard Priorities. to get them. But, but I do want to um, point out the fact that Helen has worked tirelessly yeah. to get this crew yeah. of volunteers to come Wonderful. forward. Wonderful. That's awesome. I mean, some, I, I have no doubt this is going to be a fabulous time, very memorable time. I'll be uh, taking notes because we have the Sharpsburg Book Fair that'll be happening. Not quite to the grandeur and size of what y'all have managed to do, but we'll be doing uh, you know another program where we're gonna, we, we expect forty to fifty authors this year. Uh, we've already met with Blue Coal and the little town of Sharpsburg. Mm. Sharpsburg is not anything remotely like Carrollton. It's that lazy, small, historic town mm. where we're on the grounds. So we pray for good weather, too, you know. Uh, but uh, we, it, it, it's a great opportunity for the local community to be able to come and see and meet with the local authors that are uh, that we are just so blessed to have. I, I think this area is, you know, been sprinkled with some of the ashes uh, and the remains of the Lewis Grizzards and Erskine Caldwells. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Carson McCullers from down in Columbus goes up you know, to us, um, Farrell Sam's out of Fayetteville. So when you talk about uh, Mark Wallace McGuire, he's from Fayetteville. Uh, You know, he's certainly been blessed with, you know, that influence on that. And I, you know, so to have these kind of things, and then next year, I'm waiting to hear confirmation about the Southern Lit Fest, which will be, that will be downtown Noonan's putting on its best show uh, all weekend kind of event. So we're looking forward to that. But I look forward to being in Carrollton. And I'm so thankful that Helen, you were here and uh, to join us and Stephanie, you know, again, once again, and Elise, as always. And uh, we hopefully will be able to get all your books. And um, if you're not, your books aren't in, if your books are not at Corner Arts Gallery in the book nook, they'll hopefully are at the Noonan Book Company. And I think, Helen, you were you over it there? Yes, yes. I, I, I went there to take, she wanted me to bring the book over and uh, a couple of books over, and they were closed or something. I don't remember. It was a holiday, I guess. Yeah. But So I have to get over there and, and take it over there. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, we'll be certainly talking to yeah. her. Yeah, Laura Mitchell is, is fabulous. We had her on the show a couple of months back. So, yeah, they're doing fabulous. So, all right. So, listen, I want to thank you for making the trip over here, up 16, over down 16, I guess it would be, down to our neck of the woods. And we, once again, I want to thank Clay Neely for making us all sound good by the time you get to see this in recording. And uh, next month, I'm going to be introducing uh, to you Angela McRae. 
Uh, Angela is not only a gifted retired journalist, but she's also a phenomenal novelist. And she is, as all the good writers around here know, one heck of an editor. And mm-hmm. she's got a lot of great books that, to her credit. And uh, so we're going to have her here. And um, I'm, I'm going to probably scare her when she re- hears this, but it'll be one-on-one because that's how editors and writers work together is one-on-one. So uh, we will be doing that in the month of April. And I hopefully we'll give you a report back on how the, the Carrollton Book Fest went. So again, go to carrolltonbookfest.com and uh, to find out more about that. And if anybody wants to know anything what's going on with Hometown Novel Writers Association, you can go to hometownnovel.com or you can go onto Facebook and if you just put at Hometown Novel Writers Association, you'll see all kinds of events and activities and posts going on there as well. And again, thank you and God bless until, until we talk again next month. <laughs>